Hey guys, this is April, also known as the Soul Coach. This is episode 27. Hey guys, so this episode is all about self-worth. I thought that I did a podcast earlier this year about self-worth and worthiness. And I kind of did, but I didn't go into detail about like self-worth and what that really means. So this episode is really about dissecting that uh, going into 2019. All of us are setting goals and 2019 is our year. 2019 is our year. We say that every single year. I know I do. And um, one of the biggest things that I've learned by saying that is do I truly believe that 2019 is going to be my year? Have I done the work to make sure or ensure that 2019 is my year? Have I planted seeds? Have I done the work? What are my goals? How I'm getting to them? Like it's more than just saying 2019 is your year. It is planning, positioning, and also believing that you are worthy of the things that you're asking for of 2019. So that is what this episode truly is about. I've been getting this message all week. It's Christmas uh, week. We're heading into New Year's. And, you know, I'm not one to really celebrate Christmas, but I do because of my son. If it was left up to me, we'll go out to dinner and then come home and be done. I get him some presents and that's it. But, you know, I don't ever want to take away the innocence of a child and the spirit of a child and, and those things like that. Because I believe that that is part of grooming and part of creating traditions. And, and I want to create new traditions. But, you know, his father and, uh, you know, he has the Catholic, his father's Catholic and he's being raised Catholic on his father's side. And even though he just goes there on a, the weekend, like I said, in before in previous podcasts, I try to create a balance, you know, uh, one of the things about being awakened is that you can never go back <laughs> to your old way of thinking. Uh, it doesn't matter how much, cause once you're out of the matrix and that way of thinking, there's no turning back. And uh, so it's also important that you remain in the world, if you know what I mean. Uh, one of my people that I follow on YouTube is Daniel Boom LLE Ascensions, and he talks about being in the world. And you still have to get a job, you have to work, you have to make money because those are things that are worldly things. Those are things that's in the 3D. And when you are ascending and you are on your spiritual path, it's really, really hard to not get wrapped up into the ascension and wrapped up into that part of it because it's so magical. And it's like a new kid on Christmas Day opening up a gift. You're like, man, (laughs) all this was around me and I didn't even see it. Like, I didn't even know that this was in my life, but I couldn't see it because you weren't looking through your third eye. You weren't looking through your your spirit guides and ancestors. You weren't looking through God. And when you are in that position of your spiritual awakening and your ascension, you're looking at 
the world in a different view is hard to get into the worldly things. It's hard to be like, okay, I got to anchor in. I got this nine to five. I got to work because I have to provide for my family. Right. I know we've all been there because when I first start to get awakened, I literally was like, eat, sleep, breathe, spirituality, chakras, ascension, twin flames, all of the, it's like insane. And and the more that you grow, the more you learn and spirit keeps unfolding different things as you grow. It's just like you're starting school from the first grade to the 12th grade. And so you go through these graduation periods where you're, you know, God is showing you different things that, um, you need to know and you you unreveal this plot part and then you have another reveal and you have another reveal and then you grow and as you learn you teach and you grow right so one of the biggest things I know for me that I've learned in 2018 was self-worth that is has been one of my biggest opportunities is believing the thing in the life that I want that I want to create that I can actually have it because it's so outside of the box thinking and no one in my family has ever done it what makes you what makes me think that I'll be the one right and that has been the biggest struggle for me as I grow my business because if I can grow multi-million dollar businesses with my eyes closed, and why haven't I been able to do the same for mine? And it's because of this belief system that I have created within myself that I had to work on this year. In 2018, to me, I see a lot of memes and things about people talking about, you know, 2018 was their worst year or whatever. But I don't think that that's true. I think 2018 was your rebirth year. I think 2018 was the year that you really pulled that band-aid off those wounds. 2018 is the awakening year for me and from the people that I know in my circle. 2018 for me was amazing not because I got the physical manifestations of the things I wanted because I didn't I got the understanding and the belief in preparing me for the things that I'm going to receive in 2019 if that makes sense like if I'm not worthy or if I don't think I'm worthy for the things that I want to manifest then I won't receive them if I'm not prepared for the things that God wants me to have in 2019 then what is the purpose of even asking for it right you know we have these influencers and we look at people on Instagram you're like man everybody's getting freaking engaged everybody's getting married gender reveal and you look at like like a you know the the Christmas and the families and the matching pajamas and you see this and you're like sitting at home alone (laughs) and you're like wait a minute now my life don't look nothing like this I see in my newsfeed and that's why it's important to create your own happiness and whatever that looks like for you and it doesn't look like what you see on your social media feeds it's not gonna look like that and you have to be okay with that. Am I? And then you also have to make sure that you're happy for the people that are receiving the blessings that they're receiving. Because you don't know what they had to do in order to receive those blessings. You know, like the crayon case. 
super had an amazing year. Just she got married, she launched a one year business. I mean, she became a millionaire. She bought a house. She bought a mama. It was been on on on, but it's the blessings and blessings and blessings and blessings. And this girl, woman, has been was on vine. Like, you don't know what seeds that she planted way before. And she just literally just posted all the jobs she worked at. I have never seen a job list that long in my life. (laughs) You know, and you just don't know what people have been through and what they've done to reap the benefits of their manifestations. So we look at the end result of everything and not knowing that she had to believe within herself that she was able to receive the things that she's receiving right now. She had to lean on God. She had to believe. She had to work. She had to plant. She had to network. It's a whole bunch of things that she had to do and things we will never know what she had to do to get to where she is right now. You know, and I just think that, you know, a lot of people need to stop fantasizing about what their life should supposed to look like and focus on what you truly want. And there's a big difference because when you're setting your goals for 2019 and you're sitting there with nothing, like you have nothing, (laughs) no money in the bank, nowhere to live, no car, zero, nothing at the bottom. How do you think you're going to get manifest all those things when you're at the zero at the bottom? Because you have to have faith. Um, you can have faith in whomever you believe in, whatever spiritual path, the universe, God, Yahweh, Buddha, whatever you, whatever it is that you follow. You have to have the faith that that is uh, what you want is going to happen. And that you are prepared to receive it when it comes. So it's two parts, right? Having a faith and also being ready to receive it. Changing your mindset is key when you when you think about your self-worth and there's so many things that happen to us you know and throughout our childhood uh general generational curses and thought processes that we inherit that's in our dna that we have to recreate and block and change um and make an effort for that uh, and be aware of that there's a lot of things we have to do in order to reap the benefits of the manifestations of the things we want to create right it's why uh the musician and the tarot deck is the number one right because it starts with you you are the musician the the musician in your life right and in order to do that it starts with the mindset So let's get started on our episode about self-worth. All right, you guys. So before we get into the self-worth episode, I have to tell you a couple of stories. And these stories are, of course, about me. However, I know that it's going to relate, be relatable to people that it resonates, resonate with because 
I got this aha moment right before I started recording the podcast. And it was about self-worth of me in the minute I've dated. So I dated this guy um, on and off for a very, very long time. Um, we both got in separate relationships. We get back together. I went and had a kid. We got back together. Like it literally is like back and forth, back and forth for a very, very long time. And then the last time I saw him was a couple of years ago. And he tells me that he's married. Well, no, let's back up. <laughs> let's back up. Let's back up. The way that my spirit guides are and ancestors are, they told me he was married. He didn't have a wedding band on. I didn't expect anything but it was this feeling because I could feel an attachment to him right I could feel the attachment and I felt another woman attached to him but I just couldn't I couldn't feel my way through it right and I remember sitting in this truck and I'm like I feel another person around you and it's just like it's an attachment I didn't tell him that I just kept feeling it but then you know I didn't follow my mind and we we started hanging out again or whatever And then literally, it just hit me. And then I couldn't ask him in his face because I probably would be like so upset that I would cry and he would think that I'd be soft. I wasn't even like that. Like I just, I was so disappointed because I felt like he couldn't tell me that thing and he lied to me. And just like, if you're going to be my friend or we're going to date or whatever it is that we're going to call this, I just need for you to be very open with me and I need for you to be honest and transparent because I'm that way with you right we've been together and we've had other relationships and got I mean like this is what we've been doing for a long time right and it all goes back to me and my self-worth and I remember telling him one of our last conversations I said I was never good enough for you And he literally was like, why would you say that? And I'm like, because of your family. Your family is very affluent. Um, You were raised in L.A. You moved back to New Orleans. You come from money. You have this booming business and corporation. And uh, I just don't feel like I fit in because at that point, I wasn't awakened yet when we had this conversation. So I didn't even know who I was. And I just knew that I felt like I didn't fit in because of my job and it wasn't prestigious enough for his family. And I just, I felt like that's why he never wanted to be in a relationship with me, right? And, uh, and this all came out just a couple of years ago, like just blah, 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 you know? And I was awakened then. I'm sorry, I was awakened. And, um, I remember sitting in the car on St. Charles and I'm yelling in the phone (laughs) and I'm in front of a restaurant because I'm meeting somebody um actually a business acquaintance in mind I'm meeting him for a business meeting and I'm sitting in front of this restaurant on St. Charles there's traffic everywhere and I'm literally sitting in my car yelling on the phone and crying because I was like all those emotions that I had deep down inside all the years that we have been on and off dating and messing around and doing whatever it just all came up in that very moment on St. Charles and I never forget that because you know it was just one of my points in your life that you just like this was when I had my breakthrough and he couldn't even get a word in edgewire because all the things I couldn't say I said 
right? And it all went back to self-worth. I just felt I wasn't good enough for you. I just felt I wasn't good enough for you. I met him in my 20s, right? And which is, you know, he's way advanced than I am. He's uh, he's a little older than I am. He's much older than I am. But I was just like, I just felt like he thought that um, he manipulated me in a lot of ways because I was green uh, when it came to men. And he just kind of taught me a lot of things. But um, that being said, it went back to worthiness because I didn't think that I would be good enough for him, right? So then he tells me the whole analogy about chicken and rice. I think I mentioned that in a previous episode. However, um, that moment was like a turning point for me because then I realized I'm like, man, this all this time I have been dating men that is showing me the same thing that's reflecting back to me what I need to heal in myself, right? Because I'm dating these men that are extremely successful. And then I'm sitting there like I don't belong there. And I actually, and actually do belong there. But I didn't feel like I did. So right before this podcast, I started, um, Spirit came to me and reminded me of this particular guy. So I Googled his name. Of course, his name was going to pop up because he owns, you know, this very large business and uh, in the New Orleans area. So I just Googled his name and his address popped up, which I have done, you know, with us women. This is what we do. Just so that you know, right? And I saw that the house that he had purchased for him and his wife was sold, you know, this year. And I was like, whoa. What is that about? And then I just kind of like snoop around a little bit more. And then I found a picture of his wife. And I was like, wow, she kind of looks like me. <laughs> and uh, just a little heavier, but she looks just like me. And I just start going down this rabbit hole. And then I was thinking, I was like, it was not about her or her job. Because she was no different than me. It was about me and my self-worth and what I thought I could and could not have. Because one of the things he told me that stopped me from yelling and crying on the phone was like, you never said that you wanted more. You never stated that you wanted a relationship with me. You never said that ever. And all I can say at that point was like, you're absolutely right. I never said it. And that's a a big learning lesson for a lot of women out there. You know, if we don't tell a man or, you know, what it is that you desire and what you want, how are they going to know? Making assumptions that they already know is not how that works. I didn't require him to be in a relationship with me after all those years on and off, on and off, on and off. So he just accepted it for what it was. Did I know he loved me? Absolutely, I knew that. He would go out on dates with other girls and go see my friend that worked downtown in the CBD and be like, how's April? In front of the girl that he's on a date with. And she'll call me. She's like, "Uh, your boy was here talking about you in front of this girl. It's kind of weird, April. Like, what's up with y'all? You know, and I didn't think anything about it. You know, I was just like, it is what it is, right? So I'm saying all that to say... I didn't know my self-worth at that time. I do now. Now I know for sure, right? So anyway, um, 
And I think that that's one of the reasons why it makes me um, such an expert because of my life experiences and how I've pulled through it. I've had him as um, in my face talking about self-worth. I have my twin that literally we were sitting, we were laying in the bed And I looked at him and I said, do you not think that you deserve good things in your life? And he looked at me and he straight up said no. And when he said that, that's when it hit me that he, if you don't believe that you deserve good things in your life, it won't come. If you don't believe that you are destined for greatness or you want a particular career or you want to create a particular life, it will not come because you don't believe that it will come. How can the universe give you what you want if you have this belief system that, oh, I'm not good enough for that. I'm just not going to, I'm not going to shoot for that star. I'm going to be safe. I'm going to shoot over here. Right? Because that's how I felt in certain relationships. I said, I'm not shoot for the stars. I'm not going to shoot for what I feel because I feel like his family was too much because they were very influent or, you know, so far I didn't feel like I fit in or things like that. And it wasn't about that. It was a confidence within myself. It was my self-esteem. It was my self-worth that was reflecting back to me. Like, yeah, you're not good enough. (laughs) You're not good enough to be in his family. You're not good enough to be married to him. You're not good enough. And it just kept coming back to me, but it was in my own head and my mindset that I created on my own. How crazy is that, right? Self-worth. We set these New Year's resolutions, which I don't do. But, you know, I set goals and intentions for 20, you know, 2019. You can set those all day long. If you don't believe you're going to worthy of them, then why are you even setting the goal? Like, what are you doing over there? Right? One of the things that Tyler Perry said recently... And he was, um, it was this panel with Joel Osteen and his wife. And he talks about him being worthy. And until he changed his mindset of the things that he wanted, that's when he started to receiving. Like he set the intention, let it go, have faith. God is going to give it to you. The universe is going to give it to you. And then boom, and know that you're worthy of it. And you believe that it's going to happen. You hear this conversation all the time with people that are successful and a lot of times they go in one ear and come out the other. But I am a proven fact. And not saying that those celebrities are, but I'm just a regular smoke. <laughs> just regular right now, right? Um, I'm not regular. I'm far from regular. But I'm just saying, though, like, here I am telling you the same thing and it's worked in my life. And it kept being reflected to me till I, until I got it. And right before this podcast, Spirit was like, remember him? Remember that? And literally went down this rabbit hole and it was shown back to me like, you were worthy of that, April. You were worthy of what you wanted, but you didn't ask for it. You didn't get it. You believe it, so you didn't receive it. Right? Where would you be if you believed you were worthy? That is something that I feel like, you know, with manifestations, you have to start daydreaming again and dreaming like a kid does, like my son does. I'm so appreciative of him because his 
dreams and he's like I'm gonna get me a Bugatti I can never tell him no I can never say you can't get no Bugatti boy what's wrong with you that's a million dollar car I would never tell him that never anything that he wants he can have and I tell him he's like well I'm getting me a Bugatti when I turn 18 I said get one you better have your own business (laughs) you better create the wealth to get that car Better start young. What you going to do? What you going to do with yourself? What you going to do? Get on YouTube? What you going to do? That is how you plant the seeds in kids. You don't just tear their dreams down and say, no, you're not going to, you're not going to be worthy enough. You're not, you're not, you're not going to be able to get that, afford that million dollar car. By the time he's 18, a million dollars, it's not going to be nothing. He's seven. Right? Um, We have to be the same way. Where would you be if you believed in your self-worth? If you believe you're worthy? What relationship? What does that look like? What relationship does that look like? Right? And I'm not talking about no fairy tale Hollywood romance. I'm talking about real life relationship. Relationship that has ups and downs. Good times and bad. Supporting each other. Loving each other. Giving to each other respecting each other what does that look like what about that career or that business what does that look like the ups and the downs right what does that look like and what steps do you need to make in order to move towards your self-worth what belief systems have you gotten or had in the past Sorry, you heard the little truck. Um, What belief systems that you have in the past that have you thinking that you aren't worthy? It could be your childhood. It could be your parents. It could be your past relationships. It could be any of those things. That is when you need to sit your ass down. You know, like I like it at the kitchen table. (laughs) Hey, I didn't like the way that sounds, how I like it. (laughs) No, let's back up. You know what I like to say. When you're sitting down at your kitchen table or in your dining room and uh, and you're making this list of where did I lose my self-worth, what relationship, what belief system, what it is, jot it down, brainstorm, right? And how you can change that. How can you change that belief system? How can you change that thought process? How can you move forward in your life and really focus on the things you need to focus on? What is it that you need to do? That is what I did. And I realized in my relationships that I dated this one guy. And I was like, no, ma'am. <laughs> I had no business dating him. I've had a couple of guys. I'm like, really, April? Where were you in your self-worth when you were dating this guy? Y'all had nothing in common. The sex wasn't even great. Um... He's always negative. He doesn't he doesn't believe in your spirituality. He looks at you like you're crazy. Like it was like a checklist of things and I'm like, "Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What what is this telling me? Why am I dating down or dating from the bottom of the tree?" And I posted that, you know, earlier this year and a couple of my exes, I think I mentioned it was pissed, but it was just it is what it is. I believe in myself that I am that I am lovable, 
I am limitless and I deserve the best for me and what that looks like for me, right? And it doesn't matter how much money you have in your bank account. It matters your character and your actions and your characteristics, um, your belief system. Have you healed your your past wounds? Are you trying to heal yourself? Are you growing? Are you moving forward? Like it's those kind of things that I look at now. That is what I'm worthy of getting from the top of the tree, not the bottom. Anybody can grab fruit from the bottom of the tree. But if you don't think that you can reach the top and get to the top of the tree and get the and have the belief system that you deserve that at the top, you'll never get it. You'll always be at the bottom picking low-hanging fruit that anybody can grab. That's on God, for real. Okay? Pause on that. So you have to start somewhere. What does that start somewhere look like? Well, let's get into that part in the next segment. All right, you guys. So I hope I didn't ramble too much. But a lot of times when I'm rambling or, or things like that, I, it's definitely spirits like blah, blah, blah. And I just it just comes through me. But the main part of that last segment is really for you to understand your self-worth. And really, and, and if you don't, if you need a temperature on your self-worth, take a look at your life right now. Who do you have around you? Who are you dating? Who are you married to? Who your friends are? That is the big indication of how you think your self-worth is. And it's going to be a hard pill to swallow for a lot of you guys. Because it was a hard pill for me to swallow. But um, you need to swallow it. You need to swallow it. You need to take it in. And you need to fix it. And you need to figure it out. Right? Um, One thing, you know, I love my affirmations. Um, Coming up this year... I am. I started writing my book. I'm so excited about it. I can't tell you what it's about. Not yet. Uh, it uh, won't be finished until like the spring. So no worries. But I'm not going to tell you what the book is about. Um, but in the book, I do talk about, you know, daily routines. Now, I have a separate book. No, I'm getting ahead of myself. I have a second book that um, I'm doing an ebook on what I teach my clients on daily routines, affirmations, things like that to kind of kickstart the new year. That'll be out before the end of the year. And um, I'm super excited about that because that book will help you jump, kickstart into the 2019 a lot of your habits that you are, are receipt that you're doing now in december is a reflection of how you're going to do in 2019 so if you're procrastinating and you're being lazy and you're not doing what you're supposed to do you're going to do the same thing in january it's okay though you can start wherever you are but you need to be honest about that so my ebook is only $29, super, super um, inexpensive. It's a $29 investment, but it's what I teach my clients. And I teach my clients about daily routines, eating correctly, 
affirmations, praying, meditation, things like that to really kind of align yourself to what you want. And that book will be out before the new year. If not, that's by the 31st and be out on the 1st. And uh, what I want to talk about now is affirmations. And you know I love affirmations. So the five most important affirmations that I feel to help you start, because you got to start somewhere, is believing in yourself and start speaking it out loud. When you speak things out loud, it carries a higher vibration. Um, and you do it in the morning, you do it at night, you can do it whenever you, you write it down on a piece of paper, put it in your wallet, and look at it during lunchtime, and, and repeat this because the subconscious works on repetition. When you repeat, it plants, and then it starts manifesting in your life. You don't have to believe me. Try it. <laughs> Try it and see what happens, right? So the first um, affirmation I want to talk about is so, so important is mistakes are a stepping stone to success. I know if you're like me, I'm the hardest on myself. I will beat myself up for any mistake, people I've dated, jobs I had with people. You know, I am the hardest critic and I need to like let go. And once the milk is spilled, there's nothing else you can do about it, right? What can you do about it? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Can't do anything. What you do is clean it up. How did that milk spill? Oh, that's how it spilled. Okay, I clean it up and keep it moving. That is how we need to look at our mistakes. Affirmation number two, I will continue to learn and grow. Why do you think that that's important? Because if we're continuing, if we need to change our mindset, we need to change the way that we think. And you have to learn a different way of thinking and you have to grow within that thought process. Makes sense, right? Number three, I consciously release the past and live only in the present. How many times have you laid in bed thinking about how somebody did you? (laughs) I am totally guilty of that myself. But really thinking about past and mistakes and those things that we did nothing you can do about it at this present moment focus on what's what's next what's now and what's next right um number four I believe in myself so simple and last I'm gonna have a couple more um number five I am love Everything is love. Everything. I am love. Know that you're lovable. Know that you are ready to receive the love that you want to give out, right? And the last one that I absolutely love, is, and I said it earlier in the podcast, is I am limitless. There's no limit to anything that you want to achieve in this life. Nothing can stop you. Nothing. So get out of the mindset that you can't date the guy that all the girls want. Because you can. Because you might have that one thing that they don't have. And if you think you have to have like a big booty and a small waist and fake boobs, you can do whatever. You can be skinny. You can do it. Do whatever. But you'll have that one thing 
that he's going to love you to pieces over. And that's your special gift. But you have to believe that you deserve him. If you don't believe you deserve him, you won't get him. Same with a guy with a woman. Women are easier, though. Women don't look at the physical as much. Men do. Men are visual creatures. Right? Um, that job. That career that you want. See yourself already there. You're limitless. There's no limits to you. So stop second-guessing yourself. You can have whatever you want in this life. I know I am. I have. Anything I want, I'm going to fucking get. And ain't nobody going to stop me. And that's just, that's on everything. I don't care. And I, I just don't care anymore. I don't. I care, but I don't care. Because I'm going to get whatever it is that I want. Period. Dot com. Okay. Um, so hopefully this self-worth episode has helped you. You know to reach out to me. Um, I have a new booking site. Super easy, soulcoachsimplebook.com, but you can just go to my Instagram, soulcoach underscore, go to my bio and click on the link. I am doing 50% off all my services until December 31st. Let me just tell you how serious that is. (laughs) I am giving you coaching for pennies on a dollar. And I'm doing this, and I will do this every year at the end of the year. Well, I can't say that. I can't say I do that every year because next year I won't be doing a lot of one-on-one coaching. But this is one-on-one with me on the phone. You do your homework. We talk on the phone. But you have to do the work, though. <laughs> you, got to, you got to do the damn work. <laughs> There's no magic wand. You got to do the work. But I can promise you that I yield results when you do the work. And I change lives when you do the work. When you do the work, it happens. Because it's changing that mindset. It's getting into the routine. It's doing all those things. Because you got to do the work in order for it to, to foster the change you want to see. Doing 50% off all my services. Not my Reiki though. But just like, you know, my tarot. Which I'm I'm not going to do tarot next year at all. So you need to take advantage of that. That's only $27.50. And then like my coaching, my four-week program is cut in half to 225 bucks for four weeks which is like nothing right and then like my eight week is probably the most you get most for your money it's two months with me for 400 dollars, 425 bucks in sanity right if you ever wanted to get a coach a spiritual coach a life coach somebody to help you or give you the tools that you need to get on your path for 2019 do it now do it now don't sit and wait stop procrastinating get it done december 31st is it i'm going up in my prices because i'm giving away a lot for a little um and i am exerting my energy and that costs money (laughs) and i'm gonna have other tools and digital tools that i will have in 2019 i'm super excited about but you know that being said you can email me at soul one s-o-l-e-o-n-e at mail.com definitely follow me on instagram soul coach s-o-l-e-c-o-a-c-h underscore um dm me email me i'm easy accessible don't be afraid. Invest in yourself. It's the best investment you'll have for 2019 because once you get the ball rolling and you're like jump started on your career, 
you jump started on the love life, you jump started for everything, then everything's going to start flowing towards you. But you got to take the first step. If you don't take the first step, you're never going to achieve anything. And if you don't do the work, you're not going to do it. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Even if money would solve all your problems and you won the lottery today, your mindset, you will be broke in a year. You will be miserable. You will be broke within a year. I say two or three years. Depends on how much money you win in the lottery. That's why so many people lose their money in the lottery because they weren't prepared to receive that kind of money and still have uh, a poor man's mentality when it comes to money. I read it and see it all the time. If I could just win the lottery, all my woes go away. Okay. And then the universe like, your wish is granted. And then literally, you went from being a millionaire to back to the money that you used to handle in, which is like hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars or whatever the case is. Because you weren't ready to receive that million dollars. Because you have the mentality of a poor man. Gotta pay my bills when I get the money. Or like... I'm not going to create an asset to pay for bills. I'm just going to pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? Like really creating um, a thought process that gets you financially free instead of a poor man's mentality. And let me tell you something. This is something I have worked on all of 2018. And I am going to go more in depth on this in uh, next year. Probably in the summer of next year. I want to launch like my financial uh worksheet and how I got out of debt but um that was like <sighs> I'm gonna tell you it was a process it was like generational thought process that I had to break it was like my belief system it was all of those things I've always made very good money but I've always like it always seemed to like go through my fingers and I'm like why do I why am why am I making this kind of salary but um excuse the police car um, I'm gonna let that pass. Sorry, um, but I, I just can't always. I can never hold on to it. It was just a mess, but I figured it out because it was my thought process. But anyway, not to regret. Emailed me, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Like you guys, I love you. I just want to tell you that thank you so much for all the feedback, the DMs, the emails. I absolutely appreciate every last one of you guys. Like, I know I said this in my last podcast and I was getting choked up and I was going to cry. I actually shared a couple of tears because this year has been an amazing year for me. This is one of the most powerful years that I've ever had because I believe in myself and I did the work. And I am so grateful. I'm so grateful. I've met some amazing people along this path. Some of my clients have turned into friends. Um, I love them. My clients, I love you guys. Every last one of you. Thank you for allowing me to be in your life. Be a part of your life. Thank you for what you give to me. Um, Thank you. Thank you guys to the listeners. Um, thank you. This is 2018. This is my last podcast of 2018. I started this podcast in August. I started it in April, but I really didn't keep it consistent. You know, I had like one episode. But like August, 
of 2018 is when I started this episode and I've already have thousands of downloads and I have two sponsors and I'm working on some more and then like I've been asked to be on different podcasts now like it is so amazing how God has shifted my life in so many different ways and I'm so appreciative and now I just all I want to do and what I've always wanted to do is just give back and be a service you know um, in this reincarnation to other people and I have all this love to give and uh, I'm gonna start dating next year yeah okay I've decided that so I'm getting out of my celibacy Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start dating. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. <laughs> but now that I understand my self worth, I understand what I want and what I don't want, and I'm going to say what it is that I want. So, with all that being said, thank you again. I love you guys. Have a bomb ass in the year for 2018 release that doesn't that doesn't resonate, and focus on 2019 because it's a brand new start. Take care.